0: You know, it seems uh, like this time of year everybody has like a, I don't know, a different kind of outlook, like, you know, we're going to start new, and you look at last year, and you start thinking, well, what can I do new this year, or what's happening in the world? And, you know, I want us to focus on today something that's, I think, if you're here visiting, what we do at our church uh, anyone 's welcome, but we we have a relaxed way of, of doing things, and that is it 's one focus and it 's keeping our eyes on jesus and when we do that, everything else comes together and we 're going to look at just today i don 't know if we 're going to look at it again next week on, on our focus and what it needs to be and it 's our mindset sometimes we feel like that 's impossible, but if you have the mindset and your mindset is to, is to follow Jesus and you change that mindset of whatever it is that you're facing right now I guarantee you you will win let me say it again if you change your mindset with the focus on Jesus you might think it's going to take forever but he always comes through always let's pray Father, we're thankful today that we have your word that is is a measuring rod. It's a, it's a, a measuring tape that we can put anything against it, and we know what is right and what is wrong. And Lord, in this crazy time we live in, Lord, help us to see you in all that we do. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, uh... You know, I want to thank you for the nice Christmas gifts that many of you gave me. You know, I think there's kind of a joke here, I don't know what it is, but the, some of the gifts that you gave me, that, uh, you know, those, the, these that I carry with me, these, uh, let me see if I think I got one on me, these hot hands, you know? Uh... I think you just enjoyed giving those to me as a gift. I, I have now about 120 of these. From what you, I think I can last for the next couple of years from what you gave me. So uh, I just want to say thank you for that. And, and there was just a special smile on your face when you gave them to me. But uh, yes, it's been a curse on my life. I have been called. But uh, also want to share this with you, and then we'll look at the message. You know. I'm so thankful that I I have four uh, grandsons and I just it's amazing you know if you experience that and and how they bring different things into your life and and I always have a special place for daughters and in uh, little girls and 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 just who they are and uh, so Tommy and Abella kind of I guess you want to say a surprise or. Uh, uh, she's pregnant again, so so she don't know, and so uh, I, okay, and uh, so <laughs> all right. So uh, anyway, so she just found out that that uh, I was so pumped she's gonna have a girl. So yes, yes. So it was all all good stuff. So uh, anyways, uh, just really, really thankful and. You know, we go through different stages in our life. And when we go through those different stages, you, I don't want to say your goals change, but your, your outlook on life changes. And we always have to know that whatever the fad is at this certain time, that if we start to follow that, yeah, that, that's not going to get us where we need to be. Let me give you an example. Okay, this time of year, there's always what can you do new to uh, what is your goal? And then many people, well, you know, I want to lose 20 pounds this year or, you know, I get my finances more in order or whatever it might be. Well, there's a new, I want to call it a fad. It's, a, a trend is something that keeps going. You know, a, a fad is something that kind of comes in, you know, like bell-bottom pants years ago, you know, they came in and out. And I don't know if they're starting to come back in or not. That's a fad. Well, here, let me give you what what has just come out. A guy's written a book. I think he was a former Navy SEAL. And somebody else has come out with an article that the new thing is, is to get up every day at 4 a.m. How about that, huh? And this guy, he's a journalist. He said, you know, I'm going to try that, you know. And I think, well, what about people who have to work at the hospitals? What about police officers or whatever it be? You know, they're sh- all, everybody's have different shifts. This is not going to, this won't work. And this guy says, okay, I'm going to try. So the first day he gets up at 4 a.m., he decides he's going to go out to Starbucks. You know, he's got to have some coffee or something. So he goes to Starbucks. It's not even open yet. So that's how he starts. He tries the whole thing. It just doesn't work. This Navy SEAL went on the news. He talks about, oh, it's great. You get up at 4 a.m., you get all this stuff done. You know, think, you know what? That's fine. That's that's for him or whatever. But but when we think that we have to do things a certain way because someone else is doing it and it might work for them, that's where we get in trouble. Whatever that you are trying to strive for this year, as long as your goal is it, your mindset is going to be always Jesus in the middle of it. When the Lord is always in the middle and we understand what is happening in our world, that we know, first of all, there's a battle. And the battle for you and I to win is to recognize, I, I want you to get this, there is a battle going on right here, always for good and for evil. Let me, let me give you the verse with this and, and bring it more to where we're at. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 4 and 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verses 4 and 5. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought, here it is, into captivity to the obedience of Christ. You might be going through something right now. Do you think that's never going to end? And the devil is telling you that it's never going to end. Let me give you an example. A, a, a mom, a young mother that maybe has has three kids, you know. And they're always just, it just doesn't stop. They're always pawning her. The only time she has to, the, to herself is in the bathroom, and she actually has to lock the door, you know. And it's just, it's chaos. And you think, you know, it's, this is never going to end, you know. And it just goes on and on and on every day, you know, on and on. And you love your kids, but you think it's never going to end. Now, how does that mom keep going? Think about it. Exhausted all the things that are happening. She doesn't keep going on her energy. She doesn't keep going on on, on uh, whatever you might want to fill in a the blank. There is a mindset that she knows that she loves these kids so much that she is building a life. And all that takes precedence is she's building this little life and whatever gets in her mind about off being off track, she's always able to come back. What is the purpose? See, you can have passion in your life right now for whatever it is that you're going to try to achieve this year. You can have a great deal of passion. You know, this is it. I'm going to do it. I, I, I just feel it. I know it's going to happen. And, then, and then what's going to happen? You know, it says it takes just three weeks. If you went to the gym or if you did go to the gym they say always in January it's completely full and then it falls off in February it takes just three weeks to quit whatever it is that you're doing just three weeks now the devil is going to come at you and me in our mind and he's going to say you know what how long have you been doing this And he's going to agree, here it is, he's going to agree with your flesh. And there's a battle that's going on right now in your mind and my mind, whatever it is that you're struggling with, and he's going to say to you, oh, just give up. Just give up. You know what? That person, they're never going to change. This is not working. Just do whatever you're going to do. And and if you're not careful, you will agree with him. What does the Bible tell us? God tells us in our mind there is a battle constantly going on. And, and it's almost like as you, if you're driving your car, if you ever caught yourself, you, you, we do it all the time, talk, you, you talk to yourself. We talk to ourselves. I, I remember I was, I was dreaming two weeks ago, and, uh, and I woke up saying to myself, I can't believe I'm talking in my sleep. That's how I woke up. I'm thinking, what was that about? What was they dreaming about? There's something constantly going on in here. And you've got to to have something to battle against whatever it is that the devil is telling you. Because here it is, we're going to read in just a minute another verse, that the whole world is conforming to the world, to whatever it is that's out there. You can do whatever you want to do. We've got to recognize, and I want you to do that today, recognize there is a battle. There's a battle for your relationship, for your marriage, for everything that might be out there, but it starts here. It starts in your thinking. How do, we, how do we start to win that? God's word, we just read it. It says, our weapons are not carnal. In other words, they're not what you can see. They're not how much you work out, or they're not how much that strong you are, or how much finances we have. Our weapons are spiritual. And we can take every thought into captivity. The Lord says you can bind whatever's going on in this world and take the keys of heaven and and lock it up. Bible tells us, God's word, that once God shuts the door and locks the key, no one can open it. Whatever it is that you face that you're dealing with, if you and I are willing to give it to the Lord and, and put it where it needs to be, you can be victorious. Let me, let's build on this. Let, let's look at another scripture. Look at Romans chapter 11. I'm sorry, Romans chapter 12 <laughs> in verse 2. And do not be conformed to this world, But be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you, you may prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. And let me just say this, for your life. That you, you can do that. You, you, you and I have the opportunity that if we're not going to be conformed, if we don't do what everybody else is doing, but we can be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Another scripture says, by the spirit of your mind, never forget we always say when you walk in that door that you are a spiritual being there 's something going on in here it 's your spiritual life i 'm so concerned when we see what the conformity of the world and when we see and, and I always say to myself, should I say this or not when i 'm read, reading all these articles? you know the the end of the year ended with franklin graham billy graham 's son. Uh, had something on Facebook and he was talking about morality in the country. And Facebook, they took it down. And they eventually apologized and put it back up. As we started the new year and we see in our Congress, one congresswoman goes in this past week and doesn't want to be sworn in on the Bible. She is sworn in on the Koran. And then she, whether you agree with the president or not, we respect the presidency and the office of the presidency, and and I'm not even going to say what she said about the president. It was so disgusting. Then we have another senator who is sworn in, and it refuses to be sworn in on the Bible. Then I'm reading an article about a woman who was jogging in San Francisco, if you read this article, and she runs, and when she, and when she jogs, she, has, uh, she always carries mace with her. So she's, she's doing her daily jog. She has mace. Well, there's a dog comes out and attacks her. So she sprays the dog with mace. That's fine. She's okay. She continues on her run. As she's going around the back way, the owner of the dog catches her, runs, jumps on her, Beats her up, and then, and then, like a dog, she bites the woman. She bites the woman. It showed, you can see there's a, like a, a huge bite on a woman's arm, like a dog bite, but it was actually the owner. It wasn't the dog. I'm thinking, what are we, what are we living in? What, what is going on? And I read one article after another after another. You know, as we see, what's happening, how are we How are we, and, and I get so concerned even more the world, here it is you and I are here today and we are not a perfect church but I'm here to tell you today that so many churches why we see that it's happening in our country, pastors and churches are not standing up for what is right and what is wrong what is the measuring stick we know it's God's word, but it's you and I it's the church, it's the pastors, it's us as people that follow him, and when we are renewed, then we can take that newness, and people can see a difference in our life, and ask for the hope that we have. He say, Dallas, well, what do you mean by that? Well, you can go to a church today, and many churches today and you'll you won't hear about sin. You won't hear about salvation. You won't hear anything about hell or heaven. And that's where we're at today. There is a conformity. There was a church that the pastor recently proclaimed that they were an atheist. Hold on there with me. Goes to the governing board in one of the denominations and says, hey, I'm an atheist now. And so they talked it over with the board. And the board says, well, I, you know, I, I, we don't really know what to do. I guess you can go back to your church and see what they want to do. And, and so she, the, the pastor goes back to the church. And and uh, they voted the person back in and said, you can still be our pastor as an atheist. I I don't really, I can't really get that. But uh, how a uh, if someone's got a pastor, they don't believe in God, but uh, that's where we're at today. As you and I are living in this world, we don't realize it, but whether it's cable news or XM radio or you turn on Fox or you turn on CNN, you know what, I can talk to somebody I can tell if they've been watching Fox or watching CNN. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you really can. What is going on in our world? what is going to anchor you and anchor me and we know what well, how can we make this decision on what is right and what is wrong for our families our relationships and to stay true and to have that inner joy the bible god's word just told us be transformed by the renewing of your mind the other verse says be transformed by the spirit of your mind The transformation begins with this, and I don't want you to miss this. It talks about a renewing. Now, here's how that has to happen every day, and we're all guilty of this. We don't enough go to the Lord and say this, Lord, I messed up. Here's where it is. Forgive me. We don't do that enough in our relationships with friends and family and our marriages let alone with the Lord. If you're willing to do that, what does the scripture say? You are then cleansed and you are new again, washed through the blood of Jesus Christ. Now, once saved, always saved. I believe that. But we have to go to the Lord and say, Lord, here's where I messed up. That's where you are now new again. We are renewed. I really believe this. When we get to heaven someday, we won't wake up every day because you're not really ever going to bed. But every day is going to be brand new. You're going to experience something brand new. It's going to be a newness every day that it will be so unbelievable. The Bible tells us that we will learn about his grace in the ages to come. We will always learn more and more. Why did you do this for me, Jesus? And we will learn that more all through eternity. Now, I want you to know that you can experience that newness in your relationships, that newness through everything that you face in this new year by the mindset that you have that you can be renewed in the spirit of your mind. But it begins with that confession and saying, Lord, forgive me where I have failed you. When we get to that place, we're new again. And when we're new again, Watch how your relationships change. Watch how your outlook on life changes because it's the spirit that's being. Watch how the strength comes back into your life because you know that that this is not you. You can't face this, what you're about to face. But the good Lord says you can by my spirit. Your weapons of warfare are not carnal. They're not of this world. Don't be conformed to this world, but be renewed by the spirit of your mind. Your weapons are strong and mighty that are spiritual. What gets you through this year? Yes, you want better finances, and yes, you want, and you fill in the blank, whatever it might be. But the way that you get that is the scripture tells us in in 1 John, one of little John's, just as your soul prospers, your whole life prospers as your soul. See, we won't hear that in society. When was the last time that we heard about what I just even said about sin or salvation or confession? You're not going to hear that. devil doesn't want you to hear that. And of all places that we see in, in, in so many churches that we don't hear messages like confession and going to the Lord and, and saying, Lord, I want to do this for you in a better way, but I know I've got to get it right first. I was watching a basketball game uh, the other night, and they had the game on. It was a professional game, and they had the game on. It was early, so they're, they're just they're shooting. They're just practicing. I noticed at the end, on the other end of the floor, they had two guys. One guy had, uh, like, the measuring tape, and the other guy was on a ladder. And he went to the edge of the rim on the one side, the one side he measured, went to the front of the rim, got back on the ladder, measured the front, and went to the other side of the rim and measured the other side. It has to be 10 feet. That's, a, that's how, high a, uh, how high a basketball hoop is. It's 10 feet. It's regulation. And it's 18 inches around. 10 feet. Interesting. At the end, though, he got back on the ladder, went back up, and a guy handed him a level. And I wanted to make sure it was balanced. I recall a story I read years ago. It might have been by Pete Maravich, who was a great basketball player at one time. He was going to play basketball at high school. And he, I don't know, he averaged like 40, 50 points, I don't know, in high school. Unbelievable. Uh, anyway, so... He was shooting, and he, it, it, something wasn't right, and he stopped, and he asked the ref, he said, he says, do me a favor, I know it's going to take a minute, but I, I think you need to measure that rim, and I thought he was crazy, like, yeah, yeah, you, you're just having a bad night. He went over, and sure enough, the rim was off a sixteenth of an inch. You know how how much a sixteenth of an inch is? A sixteenth of an inch is how thick your skin is. It's a sixteenth of an inch. That's all it took to throw them off. Do you know the devil, all he has to do is just get just a little bit, just a little, he'll just agree with you just a little bit to conform, whatever it might be. Oh, you can go ahead and flirt at work with that. But You're fine. Everything's good. It's okay. Oh, you could, you know, fill in the blank, whatever you might put in there. And he just slides in there a little bit, what you don't realize, that it might be off just a sixteenth of an inch. But it's going to ruin your game, and it's going to ruin your life. And the Lord says, I've made it simple, but one goal is in your mind, the spirit of your mind, always know. Always know that there is a confession that takes place. And always know that whatever might be going on, I can recalibrate and reset if you always are willing to let me renew you. You're renewed through your soul and through your mind. And he comes through and we're new again. And when you're new again, well, you're strong. You're strong spiritually. You're going to be able to face whatever it is, even as a young mother or even as a a successful person in life that you're stressed out, whatever you have to deal with. There's so much stress to everybody. Everybody feels they're going to be sued for something. It's unbelievable what we live in. How can we relax in this life and have the joy of the Lord? It's by putting him first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and everything else will come together. Let's look at one more verse and we'll close. Second Timothy, one of my favorite verses in the Bible, Second Timothy or I'm sorry, yeah, yeah it is Second Timothy. Second Timothy chapter one and verse seven. 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7. For God has not given, notice, it's not, he doesn't give this. For God has not given us a spirit of fear. If, if you're afraid today of what you're facing, it, it, it's you or the devil. It's not the Lord. That's not the spirit that he gives. Whatever you're fearful over what you're facing he doesn't give us a spirit of fear. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, here it is, but power. You know, we could bring three messages on this, on the on power. But of love, we know what that love is, and we could bring a message on it. But I want you to get this because we overlooked this. Of a sound mind. Let me read this again. We're going to close in just a minute. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I love one of the the interpretations, I read it in the original language, of a sound mind. It interprets it this way. To be under the right influence. A sound mind is to be under the right influence. You ever, you, you, ever you, you know, as a kid growing up, you're hanging around your buddies or whoever you're hanging, and your parents, was you'd hear this, you know, well, I don't know. Kind of a bad influence on you, Dallas. I don't know. <laughs> right? You got the same thing. An influence. To have the right influence. You know, I think it was a couple years ago I was speaking. And I said, uh, you, know, I, you know, whatever. And I said, something about, yeah, I have a pretty good diet. And. Da, 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 da. Going on about that. The next week, you know, I mean, my girls, you know, take me to lunch. I'm dead. You don't have a good diet. You have nothing in the house. You eat terrible. You don't eat at the right time. And the other thing, you drink way too much Diet Coke. You have a terrible diet. Okay. I guess they're telling me the truth. I needed to hear it. It's the right influence. Are we willing to listen? If you're willing to be underneath the right influence, here it is. You will have a sound mind. So, as we take it into God's Word, the right influence is, is His Word. So, if you take His Word every day, I challenge you this all the time through the year. And we start a new year in this way. Just a few minutes every day. You could be driving your car listening listen to a message on the radio. I, I don't care what it is, late at night, uh, reading a word uh, the, uh, on your smartphone, the, a verse. I don't know. Just a few minutes every day. The washing of the water, of the word, it comes through your life. And it cleanses you and you have this clarity of the decisions that you have to make this week. Not six months from now. The Lord is going to give you what you and I need to... I I hate it here. Once again, I heard it again this week. Another great pastor in the United States, he gets up in front of his church. I don't know. It's a huge mega church. Thousands and thousands of people. And he gets up. He's committed adultery. How does this happen? And he began to talk about how it happened. It just didn't happen overnight. It's just a sixteenth of an inch off. See, you and I, as we see this world and everything is fine, as it says in the book of Judges, the whole world is doing everything is fine in the world's eyes. Do whatever you want to do. Are they happy? Are they content? Is the joy in their life? I'm here to tell you, if you're struggling right now, and and whatever it might be, it's okay. But I want you to know it's going to get better. And I want you to know that through Jesus Christ is the way it's going to get better. He has given us his word not to get dust in the car or on, on a coffee table at home. Take a few minutes every day and let the word of God transform the way that you think. The way that you think. And when we do that, watch our relationships and raising our kids and the workplace and all these things come together because, you know what, your strength is coming back because your thinking is being influenced by the power of God through the grace of Jesus Christ. You're, you're going to mess up this year. I'm going to mess up this year. But you know what? We're going to be able to recalibrate and we're going to know, hey, I'm off here a little bit. Lord, you're showing me I've got to get it back together. And the way that happens is right here. See, because the word of God is a catalyst with the spirit that we have within us. And when the Jesus speaks to us, he is so amazing that exactly what you and I need for tomorrow, if you're willing to be in the word today or he's honored you for being here today, he's going to give you exactly what you're going to go through tomorrow. He's going to do it again and again and again. He's going to change your way of thinking. And all you and I have to do is focus on him and his word. Don't complicate it. We just take every day a few minutes in his word. You don't have to get up at 4 a.m. and change your whole life. That's not what it's about. Be who you are. I want The Lord has made you a certain way. Be who you are. And let the Lord work in your life... You know, wouldn't it be boring if everybody came in here today and we all looked exactly the same? Everybody looked the same. I mean, I mean, really the same. Instead of twins, there's, I don't know what we'd say with this many people. We're all look, we all look the same. That's why I tell people in relationships with, with families and stuff. And, I, you know, I'll tell my kids, you know, the daughters, you know, get at each other sometimes. You, know, like, you know, Alexis, you're different from and Novella, you're different from Alexis. You know why? You're different, you help each other because she's stronger this way and you're stronger in this way. Why do we try and make everybody like ourselves? We're here to help each other. And the Lord has a certain, whatever it might be for you to do, that only you can do. And the way he's going to do that, and the way you're going to have joy and peace in your life and strength on this journey, is he's going to change your mindset. Nothing is impossible when the Lord gets in through the spirit of your mind. You won't quit. Eight years ago, when all that messed way I lost everything, and I mean everything, and I'm not going to go into it. How was I able to keep going? I knew Jesus never changes. His word is true and real. His promises always come through. I didn't know how long it was going to take. I didn't know it was going to take years, but I knew this. Jesus never lies. He'll never lie to you. His word is all truth. And let me close with this. The devil will lie to you just to get you off a sixteenth of an inch. You don't realize it. And before you know it, it's too late. Every time he talks to you is a lie. Every time. You know how he lies to you more than anything else? (laughs) He agrees with you. Yeah, you deserve that. You don't deserve to be treated like that, and and whatever it might be. We got to go back. We go, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Lord, what are you trying to show me? I need clarity right now. I I can't see in the right way. Will you help me? And the Lord will lift the fog. And you might not have all the complete answers, but you'll know the next step to take. And you'll have strength on the journey. And you'll always win. Let's pray. You know, as we start this new year and you want things to be different. And all I'm sharing with you is the basics. It's it's the spirit of your mind. It's a willingness to, to say, Lord, I, I confess where I've messed up. And I'm gonna look to you and you're gonna change my outlook. Not my circumstances, you're gonna change me. That's where we begin this new year. Lord, you're going to change my outlook. And the way you do that is I believe your promises. And you are the influence. And the church, God's people, are my influence. That is a sound mind. And from that, you can make the right decision. Fathers, we come to you today. Lord, we're so grateful that, Jesus, we don't have all the answers, but... We know that if we follow your path, you will always direct us. In the midst of the darkness, we'll always see the next step. Your word is a lamp to our feet. So Lord, let us know in this new year that if we are willing to just recommit to you and say, Lord, I I don't understand all this, but Lord, renew, renew what's in me. Lord, help me to see and to think your way. And, Father, you will give us more joy this year and more peace. And you'll give us strength in this journey. Father, in this crazy world that we live in, we don't know what's going to happen next. But help us to be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by you. Lord, if there's someone that's never been transformed and never accepted you as their Savior, this is all new to them. Lord, whether they're watching on YouTube or whether they're here today, may they believe. Take that step of faith that you, Jesus, came to this world, lived a perfect life. Shed your perfect blood on the cross of Calvary to give us eternal life. If there's someone here today that doesn't know, may they they take that step of faith and say, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins. And you will. But Lord, they have to take that step of faith. So Lord, we ask as Ben leads us in this invitation today. Lord, may someone come forward and we'll give you all a praise. In Jesus' name, amen.